This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by MyBook. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome into a special edition of Moneyline as we are live from Las Vegas, where at least I am, so this is not a hostage situation or anything like that. If I sound like I'm in a telephone booth, I'm actually out in Las Vegas, but my partner in crime at Josh Jordan 97.5 is where you can find him on Twitter. He's in studio. Josh Jordan! What's going on, Jerry? How's Vegas, my man? Oh, it's good. It's, uh, what can we say? It's Vegas. You know what I mean? It's, it, it doesn't change. It's, uh, it's still cruel at moments. The blackjack table's still hitting you over the table, but hey, I'm here. Playing a big poker tournament today, and I'm I'm pretty hyped up about it. How about yourself, man? I'm doing fantastic. A nice win by the Texans the other night went well for me. I got Colts plus four. I thought it was going to be a field goal game, so I was pretty pumped about that one. What'd you think about that win for the Texans? Is that it seems like some people are kind of poo pooing it here in Houston, but I thought it was a, a big win. What'd you think? A win is a win. You know what I mean? A week before that, coming off that performance for the Texans, you have to ask yourself. I just want to get back in the in the win column, and especially in a divisional game, and a game that they very well could have lost. So let's take the win, move along, short week. You have those type of games that they're not that good of performances, but you still have to pull them out. And overall, I guess that uh, I'm curious to see, again, what the Texans are going to be in these big spots against good teams. That's what I'm more worried about, because I know they can play in certain games, and I know they can beat up on teams in any given day, but when it comes down to it in a primetime spot, that's what I'm scared of. But before we forget, let me get to the man behind the glass, the guy keeping us in line for the next two hours at Carlson Radio, so where you can find him on Twitter. Andrew! What's up, Jerry? Glad to hear your voice, How's my it? man. <laughs> hey, hey, it's good to, good to hear y'all. Uh, I think uh, six days in Vegas is too much, and I might have committed a mistake, but I'm only halfway through, and hopefully we can take down some money. But getting back to uh, the Texans, what made you, other than that you thought it was going to be a field goal game, what made you lean on the coach the short week, or what did you think, Josh? Past history, I think, was part of it. And, uh, you know, I just I thought Brissett was going to have a big game for fantasy. I was completely wrong on that one. And uh, I was on with Joel the other day on The Usual Suspects, and I think it was like Romeo Cornell. I think he figured it out to where they, they, they sold out to stop the run in the first game and, and Brissett threw all over him. And then this time I think they decided we're going to let you pound the ball on the ground, but we're going to limit you. And, of course, you know, T.Y. Hilton not being 100% played a part of that. But I just think that Romeo Cornell had a good plan. Like, hey, let's make them beat us slowly. Let's not get behind early. And they, they just kind of let them run the ball at will, but they, they didn't throw the ball very well. I don't even think Brissett had 200 passing yards. So, I just I thought it was a game that it was a must have game for the Texans. So I thought they'd win by about a field goal. So when I saw it go to plus four, I, I jumped on it. But it's pretty much what I thought. Maybe I expected a few more points, but 
that's pretty much how I saw it playing out. I thought the Texans would get that one. How about you? I'm in the same boat as you. I didn't I didn't think it would be more than a field goal game either way. And just, again, I'm curious to see what happens next week. You know what I mean? I'm tired of being in that predicament where, and I fell for it. I fell for it against the Ravens. I know I gave out that the Texans weren't going to get blown out, and you can throw them in the teaser. I thought that teaser against the Ravens was going to be golden. You know, and by, now, by no means did I think they were going to get beat up like that. But, again, it's just that's just the way sometimes things go. It's, did you see how that, um, and I don't know if you had any money tied to it. That 49ers Cardinals last week, where the, it ended up going to the ten point spread. Did you did you have any piece of that? No, I didn't. I I wasn't in on that one. I I cashed on my bets last week, but I wasn't in on that one. So you had a good week. I did. I had the Chiefs covering against the Chargers, and and that happened for me. So that that was a really big one that I played. And then I also I had the Patriots over the Eagles covering it, and that one came through too. I find when I'm str- when I'm struggling a little bit, I go back to betting on the Patriots, and and it fixes everything sometimes. And speaking of the Patriots, they have a big, big, big game this week, and I want to break it down from a few uh, angles with you because I'm curious what you think. Since you said you know I'm back on the Patriots, or or when need be, and I need a safe bet, I need to get on the Patriots and. I'm thinking I'm rolling that way, but I'm not sure if that number's too big, and I, I want to get into that sometime. Just, uh, I'm, those are games that you usually stay away from, right? Because those are the games that everyone's has circled. Everyone wants to be on either side of that. And if that's the case, I think that I see in the number in some places moving down to the five-and-a-half range now. So they're asking for Patriot money for whatever reason. And it it works out in my head and – uh, how are the Patriots going to attack this game? Are they going to let Zeke beat them? I doubt it. Are they going to make Dak have to win this game? Probably so. And if that's the case, I think I want the Patriots, right? Yeah, I- I'm kind of with you there. And I don't see a lot of points in this game either. The total now is all the way down to 44 and a half. But, like, the Patriots haven't been scoring like like they used to. You know, they've been struggling. Sonny Michelle in the running game has not been very good. And you know Edelman's you know been his normal self, but anything outside of that's kind of been a problem for them. So you know that, I think that's why Antonio Brown might actually be back in the mix because they're kind of desperate. You make a great point as far as the unders. The last twenty-one games, the the Patriots as favorites, four over sixteen unders, Ooh. going under by an average of six point four points. So when they're favored. The line's usually right. It's telling you that they, and we know that they usually cover. And when they do, they know how to coast it in. So I'm kind of with you on that as well. I think that the Patriots will struggle at times to move the ball themselves, but I think that they'll be able to 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 hold what Dallas can do and contain them. I'm just scared of if it gets to a game where the Patriots can score, Dak and his maybe doing through a couple of turnovers here and there and giving Patriots a short field to where it kills that over under. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm with you on that under. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, how they deal with Amari Cooper today. Right. Cause you know, for my fantasy ranks, I have Amari Cooper really low cause he's going to have Stefan Gilmore on him in theory, but Amari Cooper's banged up. So I wonder if, you know, if Belichick might, you know, not use Gilmore on him cause he knows he's banged up and put him on Gallup and then, you know, they figure maybe Amari Cooper, since he's he's not himself, he may not be able to get open. So I'm curious to see how they do that because I'm definitely fading. You know, basically any whatever the number one weapon is against the Patriots, you always fade in fantasy because you know Belichick's taking that away. Uh, it must be nice, right? Being uh, saying and having the 
the premiums on your team on the defensive side to say, you know what, that guy's not 100%. Gilmore, go over here. We're going to switch this guy here. It must be nice to be able to trust all your guys on that defensive side like that. And I just – all right, let's talk just going forward. Does this Patriots team resemble anything of the ones of the past that won it? And don't get me wrong, uh, each one of them had a different – style a different derivative but at the end of the day it consisted of the same ingredients on defense uh Belichick being there without coach you in big games taking away your number one weapon but does this specific team give you that feel Josh that we get every year that man the Patriots are heads and favorites right now do you get that feeling or do you think it's open no I don't and I think it's I think they're really really good on defense I just think the offensive line struggled this year now, I believe they're supposed to get Isaiah Wynn back this week, which would be really big to get Brady one of his tackles back. That could really help. But, I mean, Sony michelle has been bad. Like, Rex Burkhead might start getting more of the workload here. You know, James White will have his typical role, but they're just different. Used to, when they had a really good defense, they had a good running game to go with that, and I don't really feel that's the case right now. And so that's why so many of their games are going under. You know, them scoring 20 points is kind of typical now. Yeah, and, and like I think it gets to a point to where where they get comfortable and they say, you know what, we'll rely on our defense here and, and we'll do it like, and we'll play it out like that. But I still think that, and not maybe the Chiefs because their defense is so bad, but say that they get in a shootout where they have to score, I'm not sure that they're going to be able to keep up. And and I don't see it. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think this Patriots team is is the Patriots of old by any means, although that defense has been spectacular this year. They have been doing their side. And the, the offense, it's just like today, for example, who do you trust as far as receivers other than Edelman with all the injuries? That's the problem, right? We we're not sure with Dorsett. And I think Nikhil Harry might actually get a lot of targets this week because they're, they're just running out of bodies. That's the play. That's the play. He's going to be highly owned in the DFS world, but – he has to get the ball. You're thinking that they're going to have to pepper him up with targets, and there's only so much that I think, you know, let's say that, what, six, seven targets have to come his way, I'm thinking, with the the injuries that are in that wide receiver group. And if you're giving me that, I think that he can do something with that. Today might be that hairy blow-up game. We remember looking back and say, man, that was that one game that he had for me. So people in the DFS world, don't be scared to plug him in. No, I agree. And and if he doesn't do anything today, Antonio Brown might really be an option. They might actually bring him back. What do you think about that? Man, I don't I read that and I just I just don't know what's going on anymore because can he be used? Yes. I mean, what locker room really doesn't – or let's say what team doesn't need him because in the locker room it's a whole different story. But what roster doesn't need Antonio Brown and – the Patriots, they you can say they're kind of desperate right now for offensive weapons. You know, they need something, and I think this is on Brady. What do, what, what do you think if Brady came to the table and you said, you know what, we're getting him back, and that's it. We need, I want him on this team. I think that would warn enough to to get him back. I think that Brady calls a shot there, and it's just I don't know if they want all the luggage that comes with Antonio Brown. It's a it's a tricky situation. Would you take the risk? Maybe, and here's why. Because if he comes back and he acts like an idiot again, you just cut him immediately, and that's the that's that. But you know, maybe you give him one more shot. I think there's something to him. Public, you know, he publicly apologized to Robert Kraft. I think there's a reason he did that. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Please, please, please let me back in, type of thing. You know, and they're uh-huh. thinking oh, the evil empire that are the Patriots. 
We could do something here. But what we're going to do for the next hour, little programming note, it's going to be a shorter show today. I got to get going to this World Series of Poker. So for that, uh, we'll be ending it an hour short today. So we're going to get in all the games. If you're out there right now listening, you got fantasy questions. The lines are open, 713-780-3776. You can also text us at that number. You listen to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Hi, my name is Bob, and I approve this message. I got the magic in me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. That's the spot to hit us up if you've got any questions to get off your chest, any bad beat stories from yesterday, because college football, it'll do it to you. It will do that to you for sure. There was a big boxing match last night. If you got anything to get off your chest, any big parlay that you hit, anything you missed, 713-780-3776. At Moneyline975 on Twitter, at Carlson Radio, at Josh Jordan975, at Jerry Bonos with a Z. And before we even get into breaking these games specifically, I'd like to bring you the Sharp Report, right? And that's just basically letting you know where the tickets are getting printed and where the money's getting put in and where the game with the biggest discrepancy of those lands. And the one that pops up at the top of the list, and I, I really want to get your thoughts on this, Josh, Cincinnati plus six and a half. It's 18% difference between money and bets, leaning you to, to believe that the Sharps, the, the pros, they're all over the Bengals, followed by Jacksonville, Tampa, Cleveland, and Carolina. That Sharp report's brought to you by nobody other than my bookie. And the reason I gamble there and Josh and uh, most of the bookie busters because the live betting, the props, and anyone out there, they'll try to sell you a gimmick, hey, deposit here, and we have the fastest payouts, and we have the best props. But at the end of the day, I've been around the block on as far as gambling a little bit, right? And I've seen, I've seen bad situations where you're gambling on gambling to get your money out. You, know, you win, and you're celebrating, and come Monday, Tuesday, when you go to withdraw, there's all types of loopholes and questions and all types of things that you have to do to get your money out, and you never end up getting it out. You end up playing it. That's how they always get me. I end up leaving it in there. They make it so hard to withdraw that I end up playing it out. And by the time that I have the everything ready to withdraw, it's not there. And at mybookie.ag, you don't have that problem. You go there. You open an account. You put in promo code radio. They're going to match you. Someone out there listening right now saying, Jerry, I've listened to you all year. Josh, I've listened to you. i got an account. Well, keep checking those emails because in those emails, they send out promotions all the time. They sent me one for my birthday that we turned a $25 bet into over a $1,000 parlay. So, again, promo code radio. If you, haven't, if you have, just keep checking those. But one place to play is the only place I play, my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Nice. So let's kind of let's get into these games and – I mean, we'll use my bookie to bet on these here. Um, let's start. Let me pull this up in front of me here. All right, let's start with this one. This one's actually kind of interesting to me, Jerry. Miami versus Cleveland. This is a 
I have Baker Mayfield actually ranked pretty high this week. I think this is this is the time that you can trust him. He's actually been putting up some 20-point fantasy performances. He gets the Dolphins. They're playing at home. I think uh, I think Landry could come through here. I think that I think Odell goes off in this game. What do you think about this one? About a ten and a half point spread, so it's a it's big. Well, we had that question on Twitter given to us earlier during the week, where someone was saying, well, "Who do I start, Brady or Baker Mayfield?" Give me your thoughts on that. With, uh, why you answered it with Baker? The matchup is just so good. I mean, he's going against the Dolphins. I just I think the Browns get right here. Like I said, I think Landry goes off. I think Beckham goes off. I even like Kareem Hunt this week. I think he could come through catching a lot of passes. He's actually outperforming Chubb in PPR the last couple of weeks. So all the Browns, start him. Start him, Jerry. Start him. You hear him saying the Browns. The team totals 28 for the Browns. And I believe they get there. They, this is that game where, you know, the, the coaching staff is thinking, this is our gear right game. And the Browns actually got something going the last few weeks. So, what not better to do than get out there and beat up on the low Dolphins and, and get that win streak to three and get the things to keep keep them going and get some, uh, you know, some pack some stats for Baker Mayfield. This is that game. This is what they're going to do. And especially coming off that 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 show that they put on, let's call it that, that massacre they were trying to put on on a primetime game. I think that's the only way that you can calm the talk and, and whatnot is to go out there and thump on the Dolphins. But now the line's getting a little bit out of hand and that's where it's kind of scary to me. Not by no means am I going to go out there and back the Dolphins. So in this instance, if I want to back Cleveland, I think I'll do it with points and I'll hit the team total. Overall, it's, it's just a lean, not an official play. But if anything, I have to be on the Browns. No doubt. Another guy I like in this game is Devontae Parker, Jerry. He's been sneaky good, especially the last couple months. He's been really good for fantasy. So if you need Devontae Parker... And he's good in DraftKings, too, because he's not that expensive. And I put him in my waiver wire column again. He is not as owned as he should be. He's been producing, so if you need some help at receiver, maybe pick up Devontae Parker. All right, moving on. Denver visiting Buffalo here, Jerry. Four-point favorites the Bills are. I like Phillip Lindsay in this game for fantasy on Denver's side of the ball. How do you see this one playing out? Low-scoring game. The team totals, is, it tells me everything I need to know as far as are you going to go into this game searching for fantasy goodness? Now, I'm not saying it's a it's a stay away overall, but if you got options, because I don't see how this game it's an over under 36 and a half. I mean, for an NFL game, 36 and a half, 20 to 17 ish with a with a three and a half point spread, Buffalo minus three and a half. They're telling you it's a 20 to 17 game somewhere around there, and I think that's exactly what it's going to be. But I can't bet that under now in a game like this. That hook is so important because I love the Bills at three, but Broncos at three and a half makes a little bit of sense as well. So if you're going to bet the Bills, I advise in buying that hook and get it to three and just play it that way. How about yourself? Are you putting any money in on this? I, I, I don't know. If, if I had to, I guess I'd, I'd lean towards the Bills, but I'm with you. I'd be a lot more comfortable with it at three. I think Josh Allen kind of regresses a little bit here. His schedule's been amazing. You know, he lit up the Dolphins last week, which is one of the reasons I like Baker Mayfield this week. So I think Josh Allen maybe takes a small step back against a tougher defense. Buffalo's had, you know, they've struggled against the run, so that's why I like Phillip Lindsay in this one. I think with, you know... Man, John Brown might he might see a lot of Chris Harris in this game. So I think Buffalo, they might struggle a little bit. I think Singletary might be able to come through for you. But, yeah, I'd lean Buffalo, but I'd rather get it at three. 
When does Cortland Sutton become more of a household name with the consistency that he's putting up? 70-plus yards and or touchdowns in 9 of 10 games. He should be in your lineups week in, week out, and it's just, I don't know what it is, but you don't really hear him as a as a stud, you know, or as a guy that people look to as consistency, but I love him. But and Just this week, I guess, we've always talked about whenever you're going against the Bills, Tredavious White. Yes. And that's the only thing that, that scares me. We talked about it weeks back when Odell Beckham and we were picking random names over Odell Beckham just because we knew what Tredavious White can do. No doubt about it. This could it's a bad matchup for him this week so you have to worry about that. Maybe it's more of like a Noah Fant game. If you're really desperate and you need a tight end play, he might be somebody that you put in your lineup. So that's that's where you have it right there. 37 points in this one so not expecting a lot of fantasy goodness. All right, moving along Jerry. You're Pittsburgh Steelers my man. Looks like Jalen Samuels, he might be another good option again. We'll see what happens with Connor. But we talked about this a little bit earlier. You said a lot of people are hammering the Bengals at, I guess, plus six and a half. The one thing about the Steelers, they're dealing with a lot of injuries on offense. We'll see with Juju and and some of these other guys. What do you see happening in this one, Jerry? Well, that's what I was going to say. Whoa, 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 Josh. You say my Steelers. I don't even know these guys are so many injuries out there. I'm, I, don't even, I don't even know you anymore is what I say when I look at that team, when I put on that jersey, because at this point, I mean, Samuels, who's the number one receiver today? I mean, is this a Washington? Washington, game? I think, Ooh. yeah. How many, how many, tie, uh, how many uh, targets is a tight end going to get today? You know, you ask yourself all these questions, and if we have that many questions on how and who – then six and a half and seven points is crucial in an NFL game. And it's not like you have a, a, a court, your quarterback there. You know, there's so many pieces to, to this team that are missing. Now you're missing the quarterback on, uh, on the offensive line. You know what I mean? Now you're missing Pouncey. You're missing everything. So at this point, the Sharks are on to something. It takes, it takes a lot of will and a lot of guts, though, to, to wake up on a Sunday and, and go to that computer and, you know, say, you know what? The Bungles. The bungles today, and that's what's keeping this line right around where it is because so many people are reluctant to, to move away from that, and I'm going to be on them. That's probably one of my favorite plays of the day. You can get it at 7, and I, when I say favorite plays of the day, usually I'll say, hey, this is my favorite play of the day. Go ahead and put a max bet. I'm not doing that here, though, because I love to play, but at the end of the day, it's still the Bengals. And at the end of the day, if you put a big bet on this and they get blown out and they do bangalish things, then I think you're going to have yourself to blame for it. You're going to say, I, I, what, what was I thinking? So make yourself a nice size bet. Don't have this game guide your entire day. But I don't see how you can't take the Bengals here. Nice. I don't know if you saw this bar owner in Cincinnati. He's He lost a bet. So he's having to, like, chill out on his roof until the Bengals win a game, Jerry. He's been up there for, like, five <laughs> weeks now. So i got to ask you, after this game, is he still going to be up on that roof? Can the Bengals win this one outright? The roof, the roof is on fire. <laughs> Let that mother burn. That's all I can say, Josh. Let's move along. I can't tell. I, as much as I want to back the Bengals, I can't just give the people. It hurts to say, yeah, the Bengals are going to get a big win against my Steelers. That's just rough. But for the <laughs> sake of that guy, I hope the Steelers win. I want to see him up there to the playoffs. I hope he's up there until, like, next season, you know, because they're not going to win in the offseason. So I think that'd be pretty funny. All right, quickly, let's hit this one before the break. This one's interesting to me. Saquon Barkley and the Giants facing the Bears. Six-point spread. The game is in Chicago. Do you like anything about this one, Jerry? 
I keep wanting to go to the Giants for whatever reason. And they seem to be getting a little bit healthier. So Jones can have a little bit more of an option than at the end of the day, seven points. And I don't trust that Bears offense. They don't know what to do. They're playing musical chairs at the quarterback position. And that's the last thing you can do. Let's talk about how do you take your quarterback out? That laid into a game last week. What do you think about that? Because check this out, Josh. I was, one, I was in one of those $8 showdowns on BFS. Um, I was in the top 20 out of, you know, those are like 80,000 fields, right? Yeah. I was in the top 20, and I had Cohen as my captain, and he was only like 4% owned at captain. So every time he was getting catches, I was moving up. And I had Mitchell Trubisky, and I, and then they take him out. I ended up losing. I ended up getting eight out of 80,000 people, eight. And I lost by .7 to that first place, which was 25 racks. So I think to myself, all I needed was Trubisky to stay in. I needed him to stay in, maybe get a run, or dump it dump it to Tariq Cohen one time, and they made the switch, and it was quick three and out and move. So that, that hurt me, and I just can't understand why you wait that long to do that. You know what I mean? What, what, what good did he do to that kid's self-esteem? Like, uh, whatever he was trying to do at that point, it was uncalled for, and it, was, it hurt me. I guess I'm a little sour. No, I understand. I think he was a little banged up, and he kind of used it as an excuse to get him out of the game. So we'll see how that goes this week. But I will say from a fantasy perspective, I'm going to hold my nose while I do it. But I think Allen Robinson and and even David Montgomery could do something in this matchup because the Giants are just so bad on defense. You heard it here first. The Hold Your Nose special from Josh Jordan served to you on a platter every Sunday morning. And we're going to keep serving some more biscuits, gravy, whatever you need in your Sunday morning here on Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. My partner yelling too soon, don't do it. Reconsider, read some Linda. Sure, on the subject, you sure? You know we got your back like Cairo Pratt. Looking for something to do this weekend? Visit culturemap.com to find out everything going on in the city. is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. There ain't no stopping us. Never can they stop us on a Sunday morning because we do this together on Money Line. Josh Jordan's in the building. My man, Andrew Carlson, in studio keeping us in line. And I'm out here in Vegas. Hoping they don't keep me hostage out here, if that's what I sound like. Because I, I bet I sound far, because I am. And hopefully I sound like a winner next Sunday whenever I get back and I speak to you guys. Because the World Series of Poker is going down today. And Bo's in town. So, wish your man good luck. But, let's get to some football games. Because that's what we're here for, okay? We're here. The Poker Jerry, that's the side. Good luck to you, man. But I need winners. I need something. I need some sleepers, Josh. I need something myself. Because my DFS... Hasn't been too well, so I'm going to ride with you today, Josh, and, and all your sleepers and whatever your house not. I've, I've kind of built a few lineups for you, and anybody out there listening, go to Sportsman. Check out Josh's rankings, everything that he has. If you're, if you're a season-long guy, check out his waiver wire stuff. Everything that you need as far as fantasy, go and check him out. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We get questions all throughout the week. Hey, should I do this guy or this guy? So if you can't wait till Sunday and you're one of those guys that likes to have your lineup set, early during the week, 
hit us up. That's what we're here for. But right now, let's get back to the money. Josh, what do we got? Let's do it. I'll start with the sleeper. I like in this next game that we're going to talk about. I'm talking about the Oakland versus the Jets game, Jerry. I like me some Tyrell Williams this week. And here's why. I think Josh Jacobs is going to struggle a little bit. Jets are really good at defending the run. So I think they attack him through the air. Jets aren't very good in the secondary. So I think Tyrell Williams gets going in this one. I think you can even start Derek Carr if you're really desperate at quarterback. I'm with you. I actually like Oakland quite a bit here. Again, though, they're a team that I can't trust so much. So a lot of these bets today, I'm going to be looking to hit them on a teaser and cheat a little bit per se because – I feel I feel these teams can uh, they, uh, any of these teams like they can let you down today betting on them and putting big bets like you always hear me on a Sunday hey max bet on this I don't really have any max bets on a side today it's just the numbers are right the sides I want to be on are getting pounded the sides that are considered sharp like the Bengals how much money do I really want to put on the Bengals you know that'll leave a bad taste in your mouth waking up tomorrow morning and thinking you have to. You, you have to redeposit on mybookie.ag because you bet on the on the Bengals. Like that's just not the way you do things, and I've learned my lesson all too well. So as much as I like that better, as much as I like the Raiders, I'm going to take it a little bit smaller. But I'm with you. I think that the I think that the Raiders have moved the ball consistently. I just worry about their defense some, but I don't think that they'll struggle too much today to move the ball. And I see a big big game for them that Tyrell Williams. I do too, and I, I, I really do like Oakland here. It's only three. I feel like they're in their division. You know, they're in it with the Chiefs. That, you know, but they got to keep winning to stay up there with them. So I think they're definitely playing for something. This is one of those old gambling things, Jerry. Do you worry at all about Oakland traveling all the way to the East Coast to play a, a noon kickoff game? That's the main main factor. Can they get up? Can they get, get the locker room up, up and alive early? That's exactly what scares me right there, Josh. You hit it on the, the nail on the head. That's that's why I'm betting it. Like if we were going one two five, it's a point five, let's say, a little bit less than what the scale even says. You know what I mean? Because I just that flight is is historically known to bring bad results against the spread, straight up, whatever the case is. So if you're out there and you want to bet this game, you're saying, man, I have to. I don't want any. I don't care about the Patriots game. I don't care about anything. I know I want this game. Then go check yourself into the doctor Monday morning and tell him that you bet on Oakland. <laughs> All right, moving along. Oh, also, I like Jamison Crowder in this one. If you need a flex, I think he can do something for you. And Sam Darnold's been playing better lately, so I think there there might be some points in this game, actually. Before we do move on, it's at 45-and-a-half, Jerry. Do you lean one way or the other on the over-under? I think I see that over. I have this game pegged at Oakland getting about 26 points, and... I mean, I don't, again, I see these teams so bad that I see big plays. I see maybe some turnovers, and that's something that I look for whenever I'm hitting these overs. So, yeah, I'm with you. If I was going to pick either side, it'd be over. Cool. Let's move on. Carolina facing the Saints here. Boy, Kyle Island was terrible last week. Saints are back at home. This is all the way up to a 10-point game now. I don't know. Do you like the Saints enough to, to lay 10 there? Seems like a little much, doesn't it? Yeah. I just, I mean, by no, I love the Saints, but we know that the Carolina can show up, and and at the end of the day, they have a monster in that backfield, and that that many points always leaves a back door open, and I'm not sure that I want to be risking that. Now you ask yourself, how's it getting bet? Fifty-eight percent of the money is coming in on New Orleans, making that move. 
And I'm going to leave it at just that. I'm not going to mess with this game if you are going to bet New Orleans. I'd rather have New Orleans in the first half because I do think they come out fast. And then you won't have to worry about that backdoor action because that's the worst thing whenever the game's still going on and it's a 14-point game and the coaches are thinking, that's two touchdowns, we're good. And you over there sweating, thinking, just please quit playing prevent defense. This is going to this is gonna end bad. And uh, don't worry about that. Take New Orleans in the first half. I think New Orleans comes out and gets right and then cruises on in at the end. I like that one. I don't think Lattimore is going to be playing today for the Saints. So that's that's big. They don't have their top corner. So I think DJ Moore might can continue to do something here. It would be nice if he'd score a touchdown like ever. But uh, all right, moving regression along. to the mean. <laughs> yeah, regression to the mean. At least they're targeting him now. That's a step in the right direction. This one I expect a lot of points, Jerry. Tampa Bay versus Atlanta. Man, it's at fifty-one and a half, so it's actually come down a little bit. But I, I see this as one of those games where Jameis Winston could, you know, throw for three, three touchdowns, three, four hundred yards, but also three picks. What do you think about this one? Yeah, three touchdowns to. Um, to both teams, yes. you know what I mean? That's the kind of game that I see here. And this is the one game that I talked about earlier. I said I don't have a side or anything like that. This is my play of the week, Josh. You hit it Ooh. right there. The over on this game. I'm actually going to put down some more money as soon as we get off this show on that. I've been hitting it all week. I love the over. I think that you're right. Jameis, it's crazy though because as bad as we talk about Jameis in the real world of football, as far as the fantasy aspect, He's still consistent. So keep that in mind next year because a lot of people, when they're drafting and they're going to take their quarterbacks early, if you must, and I'm not saying that they're going to to the draft next year with your strategy saying, I'm going to come out with Winston, but you have that in your back pocket because people are going to shy away from him. And he's always going to be a top 15 guy, top 12 guy. And I think five out of the last nine weeks, I think he's had a top seven finish. I think it has a lot to do with that defense, though. Their defense struggling so bad, so he has to come out there. And then he'll come out there and throw a pick, and then they'll score real quick. So then he has to come out firing it again, though. This particular game, I like both teams to get out, to get out passing, to a lot of, a lot of throwing, a lot of big plays, some blown coverages. And I like going back to the well of we knew Matt Ryan always hits those 300-yard games, right? So why wouldn't he do it on that defense that allows the most – points to, to receivers so the receivers are going to go off i see a lot of yards after catch and at 303 at some spots 303 yards for matt ryan i think that's a that you have to blast the over in as well yeah i i love this for fantasy too jerry I, i'm starting all my bucks as far as you know evans and and getting him out there and godwin i like him you're starting Jameis this week and a lot of people are a little scared of Jameis because he has been Kind of bad with the turnovers lately, but his career record against Atlanta, at least like the last two, three, four games, he has been ripping them apart. So Jameis has really good history against the Falcons. I think the only thing you worry about with Jameis is if he does come out and throw three or four interceptions, he might get sat down. You know what I mean? Like, so that that is something that you worry about a little bit there. But otherwise, you know, you're starting all your Falcons guys this week. There should be a lot of points. This should be a really good one. A really good game. Again, go over there and hit it right now. I think that people are going to – this is that one game when you look and you say, man, where, where do I stick my money? I think a lot of people have uh, kickoff approaches. They're going to take that approach to it. So be careful. Get your bets in, 51, 51 and a half. I bought the hook here a couple of times. I had it at 51, under, uh, 51 and a half early week. I have all types of tickets on this game. I'm letting you know right now that's my game. 
I like that one too. That it's great for fantasy and it's great for betting for regular gambling. So definitely circle this one, everybody. All right, quickly before we go to break, Detroit versus Washington. Like, ugh, God, you'd have to pay me to actually want to watch this game. It the spread's kind of moving around. It was at one and a half, and now it's at four, favoring Detroit. I don't know. Do you have anything on this one? It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly for sure. But I find Jeff Driscoll interesting in the aspect that against the Bears, quarterback 11, against the Cowboys, QB 5. So if how many people are rostering Driscoll today? And he can very well go out there and throw up one of these performances again against that defense. I just – I think it's too many points, and there's no way, though, that I could buy Washington. And for whatever reason, I keep seeing Washington come out with a win out of this game, an ugly win. And if I'm thinking things like that, then I need to close the computer because I'm not making any money on Washington, especially not today. So past this game overall, I'm ready to see the Lions get back to they were coming such a they were becoming such a, a good team to bet on because they were getting the ball downfield on offense so i mean that's what Stafford was doing he was one of the highest uh passer rated quarterbacks as far as 20 yards of throws he's getting it down there he had the highest um completion rate that he's had in, in a couple few years he was beating the ball downfield he had the weapons and then now we have to wait it puts a puts a, a stop on that offense they've had trouble in the backfield i stay away until this team gets right that's not the the lions that we know so whenever you start gambling on things like that say on teams that don't have their pieces then you're you're trying to justify how much they are to the line and i don't i don't know really what the drop off is from stafford to driscoll so until i can figure that out pass on lions games yeah the, the one thing you like to take advantage of is detroit is really bad at stopping the run but they're splitting those touches between Peterson and Geis, and Chris Thompson might even be back this week. So it's really hard to bet on that. But where it is really easy to bet is at my bookie. Guys, football season, we're getting towards the end here. Fantasy playoffs are coming up, and now you should have an idea what to expect from these teams. So now's the time to go bet on the games. My bookie has odds on every game, more prop bets than any other sports book, and nobody pays you out faster. You don't want to gamble on if you're going to get your money. You can bet on games after kickoff. It's something Jerry and I love to do. You bet in-game. You kind of like a team, and you wait for the other team to score, and then you fire on them because you get a better line. And more often than not, that pays off for us. You can parlay picks to score a huge profit for just a small wager at mybookie.ag you can do all these things so don't use a no-name sports book if you're going to bet this season bet with the best at mybookie.ag and who else does this they are going to match your deposit up to a thousand bucks so if you drop in 300 they'll match it with 300 all the way up to a thousand then you're pl- you could have two thousand dollars to bet on this week's games you go to the bookie busters you read jerry's column you make some money use promo code radio to get that offer it's an exclusive code that's mybookie.ag promo code radio Play, win, and get paid. My bookie. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 97.5.com presented by MyBookie 
Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Man, this song makes me feel like I'm walking into the stadium. Like I'm walking through the tunnel and the fans are going crazy. They want winners. They want money on a Sunday morning. And that's what we do here on ESPN 97.5. We try to bring you angles. And it's gambling. And we live in a world where the littlest of percentages make you a good gambler or not. So at the end of the day, we try to put you on the side that we think will get you to the, to the cashier's box. We try to put you on those sides. We try to give you your fantasy play so you can dominate your buddies or at least give you a different perspective of what you're thinking. It's always good in fantasy to get that different perspective because it opens up, it opens up ideas. It tells you, you know what, that does sound right. And, and if Josh is right about this guy going off, then, yeah, DJ Moore is going to go off today. You know, And that's how you become a better gambler. And to be honest with you, uh, being a fantasy guy it helped me in my gambling so much and vice versa because being a gambler helped me as far as fantasy because I start kind of – you start creating a path to how a team is going to win and how they're going to get there. And once you can paint it like that, you start getting really, really, really sharp bets and really sharp numbers. So thank you, everyone, that tunes in on Sunday because this is what we do. This is what Josh does. Josh is a fantasy head. Like, that's what he does. That's how I met him. He was, he was out there in the bullpen when I started here and – he was listening to fantasy. He's, Josh is a pot-in-the-ear guy with listening to fantasy and, and working on whatever he has to do for the company. And that's just why, That's why, to be honest with you, I'm a gambler. He's the fantasy guy. I mix it in, and it makes the perfect combination in my eyes. So let's do it, Josh. Let's give the people a little bit more before we get out of here. Let's do that. All right, let's look at this uh, Jacksonville-Tennessee game. I, I, I really like Derrick Henry this week. I think I'd even pay up for him on, on DraftKings. I think he's going to have a nice week. I think Leonard Fournette, you know, Jerry, how we always talk about if one side of the ball is going to be good at one thing, it's very often the other side of the ball for the other team will be good at that too. So that's why I also like Leonard Fournette this week. I like both the running backs a lot in this game. I think DJ Chark, you, you keep playing him because he's been fantastic. Like, you look up, and he's like a top-five receiver in fantasy this year. This is crazy. So I think you you go back to him again, and, man, there's not much else in this Tennessee offense that, that I want to deal with besides Henry. As far as the game is concerned, it's it's in Tennessee. The Titans are favored by three and a half. I don't know, Jerry. Are you, are you feeling this one? I think it's a little much. I think it should be more around three. Now, I'm trying to find an angle here, and you look at the team totals, and they got Tennessee Titans over 23 and minus 115. So it's juice to the over. And in my head, I'm not sure that Tennessee should be juice to the over. I'm not, I'd rather be on the under as far as team total. And Jacksonville sits at 18 and a half, and I think they're more liable to surpass that team total. So keeping that frame of thought, I think Forrest Golden here, uh, again, this is a weak that I'm not max betting any side because I don't trust this game. If I wake up tomorrow and I say uh, the Titans beat up on the Jaguars and won by 11 points, then I wouldn't be that surprised. Not to say that the Titans are some world beaters, but it's Jacksonville and you don't know what you're getting. I do know, though, that Chark is, is, he's a household name. He's the, I'm going to learn my lesson, though, Josh, because I got him on one of my teams and I have some stacked receivers. And for whatever reason, 
I always put at least Shark on the bench, and and he keeps going off, and I don't know what I'm doing that for. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm I got you got to get out of the rotation of old names because it's real easy to get caught up in the names that you see every single year, and you think they're automatic plug-in, and that's not the case. And if you got DJ Shark out there, I hope you're not pulling Jerry and leaving him on your bench. I'm not doing it anymore. And that's the tough thing with him, right, Jerry? Because most likely you picked him up off the waiver wire. So you probably have some other good options. I know me, I was starting him while Devontae Adams was out. And then when Devontae Adams came back, you know, I, I was like, what am I going to do? But I found a way. I've, I've been playing both of them now. Just I pushed somebody else to my bench just because his upside is ridiculous, man. So I like DJ Shark. Keep starting him. Keep using him. All right, we kind of talked about this one earlier. We got to get to it quickly, though. We only got a few minutes left. Dallas, New England, are you playing this one? It's at five and a half now favoring the Pats. At five and a half, I mean, it's a dead number until it gets to six. And then I think, though, five and a half is the best it's going to get, though. I don't think that it drops any lower than that. If I'm wrong, then then I ate up. And what is it going to get to? Five? Four and a half? Because those are pretty much dead numbers as well. So I don't have a, a worry that I should wait. You know, my worry is that it, it it's it's going to shift against me, if anything. Uh, I don't know where the money's coming in from the Cowboys. I don't see. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a it's a big spread. But we actually had a question right here on the text line, and we we spoke about it earlier. And I just want to kind of get your thoughts one more time before we get out of here. Who do you think ends up with the most fantasy points as far as the Cowboys wide receivers? Oh man, um, it's we talked about it a little bit earlier, right? It depends on who they put Gilmore on. Whoever's facing Gilmore is is not going to do much of anything. So if the you know, in theory, they'd probably put Gilmore on Cooper, so I'd, I'd go with Gallup. Yeah, I'm with you as well. Uh, it, it, like you said, the, the Patriots have the ability to be able to take away whatever they want, and it's just a, that's going to be the guessing game, and they're going to keep that guessing all night, and I think that's going to be the deciding factor here. If you're telling me that Dak's going to have to beat that defense, then I'm telling you that I'm running to the to the to the board and betting Patriots, Patriots first half, and. I like them all the way around. I think this is a big spot for the Patriots, and they beat up on – this is that spot. You know, this we've seen this all too many times. The Cowboys get beat up and then go back to, are they pretenders or not? Or are they only beating up on the little guys? So, yeah, Patriots. All right, I like it. We kind of lean towards the under as well. we got to go quickly. Uh, your thoughts on Green Bay, San Francisco. I am kind of want to take the points with the Packers here. What do you think? Plus three. That's what a lot of big handicappers are on is taking the points. And – it's just hard for me because uh, are we starting to see who San Francisco really is? Was it just a, the honeymoon is over? Well, I like the over. I like the over. Play the over, but that's the sound of put your name on it. We're going to put our name on it like we do every single week, something that we are confident in. Josh, what do you got? You know what? I think I'm going to go with Tyrell Williams. I think you know the Jets are just really bad in the secondary. I think that's how Oakland's going to have to move the ball, so I'll put my name on Tyrell. All right, for my put my name on it, Jerry, you're out in Vegas. You're going to go kill it at the World Series of Poker today. That's what's going to happen. That's what I'm putting my name on. Bo is going to kill it at the tables today. I like today. it. Oh, man, that, you, you, you took my breath away, dog. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And I, I'm going to put my name. I don't want to get cute this week, and I'm going to put my name on the over that I've given y'all in that Atlanta game. Go ahead and hit that. I don't want to guide you to anything else. I want to I want to guide you to that. and. Hey, Andrew, I appreciate that. Straight up, man, I'm, I'm, my heart's beating through my chest right now. I know I'm about to go to a room full of Lions playing in the World Series of Poker main event in this circuit. So wish me some luck, guys, and I wish you luck. And thank you for joining us 
like you do every single Sunday. And it was a special. It was a faster show today. But we hope we brought you at least some angles. And Josh, thank you for ripping it with me every single Sunday like you always do. Andrew, for keeping us in line, making us sound better than what we really are. And all of you out there listening, signing off for the squad, signing off for Moneyline. Peace! Seven five.